Hi, my name is Lee Heeman, and I pastor a little church here in Vancouver for 35 plus years. And I do these recordings in hopes that it'll bless your heart. I'm a big fan of the verses I'm going to share with you today. Not in the Billy Graham guilt trip kind of way. You, where it leaves you wondering if your Christianity is real or not. Now you know what I mean. Because you don't corner every living soul you meet with a big black Bible in hand and demand to know if they're going to heaven or hell. Not that Billy Graham did this, but I use this in jest. Now, some of the last words Jesus spoke to his crew before he ascended back to his heavenly abode were these words recorded in Matthew. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Matthew 28, verses 18-20, through 20, New International Version. As a preacher for the past 35 plus years, like I said, and a believer for a bit longer than that, I have heard these verses used as nauseam to the point of spiritual distraction. The Great Commission is called by many. Well, let's kind of break it down a bit and try to understand why Jesus gave them this bit of godly wisdom, shall we? He first of all reminds them that all authority in heaven on earth has been given to him alone. He is large and in charge. This means he knows all that is taking place yesterday, today, and tomorrow, both where he is and also where we are right now. Now, if you truly believe the words of the Lord, then this should free your mind and any anxiety you might be having, not only of what is going on in the world, but also as far as your witnessing is concerned. Now, why would I say that? Because Jesus is totally and completely in charge. All authority means all authority, not some part of it or what you're trying to feel guilty over. He means all of it. So therefore, because Jesus is in charge completely, we are to go make disciples of all nations. Now notice he said, make disciples, not get as many people baptized as we possibly can, increase our numbers through a myriad of revivals, renewals, or televangelists. We are to be making disciples. Let me ask you, how does one make anything? From a pie, to a pattern, to sewing a dress. You begin with a plan, a recipe, or a blueprint, or like I said, a pattern, and begin to put together what you need to, and then you go about putting whatever you're going to make together, right? So what's your plan to make a disciple? It is not a hit or miss kind of thing because you're supposed to be making disciples, not converts. And there is a difference. A convert just comes to the realization that they need whatever you're offering them and they agree to whatever it is you're offering. Whereas a disciple is a long-term proposition. Making a disciple takes time, effort, and will on your part. You will tell them about Jesus until they are ready to commit and then you're to baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So Jesus means you're to bring them to a point whereby they want to commit to being baptized, immersed in water, to commit themselves to dying in Christ and rising with him to live their lives walking in him. But it does not end there, because the next thing is to begin teaching them to obey everything Jesus commanded, which I believe begins with love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. 
This is the first and greatest commandment, Jesus said, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets, he said, hang up these two commands. Matthew 22, verses 37 through 40, New International Version. Now, I don't, I don't know about you, but I'm still learning how to love God in this way. And my neighbors are not always the kind of people I want to love like I do myself. So if you're honest, you'll admit this is a process, a commitment, a lifelong journey, and not just some wham-bam and riding off into the sunset kind of thing. We are not to be hit and run, mean regurgitating, pithy pronouncement, counting the spiritual bodies we've racked up, evangelists many have led you to believe. We are to share our faith as we go through our lives with those that we meet who God seems to have laid in the path of our lives taking them from point A of knowing about Jesus, who he is, to the point B of being baptized and teaching them everything he commanded, loving God completely, and others like we do ourselves. We are to form relationships whereby we disciple individuals into being disciples of God. Jesus is sharing that as we go through life, we are to share our life in Christ with others, by teaching them the commands of God to love him completely, and others. Now get out there and start discipling somebody today. This article is copyrighted by me and is my sole property and may not be used unless you quote the entire article and have my permission. And you have my permission if you quote the entire article. May God bless you.